Hello, I'm Daniel. This is my podcast, Sharpening the Mind. I am a meditation teacher and also a labor activist in Kansas City, Missouri. I teach classes in meditation and Buddhism at the Rime Buddhist Center, as well as a few other places. Thank you for listening and have a great day. So this question comes up once in a while, and I thought I would share it with you. And also not only the question, but also my answer. So the question I'm going to talk about is some version of how did you become a Buddhist? How did you become a Buddhist? Or the specific way that my coworker asked me this question recently was how did you first get involved with Buddhism? How did you first get involved with Buddhism? And it's natural for a question like that to come up. And it's not something I would run away from, okay? In this specific situation, it was clear to me that her motivation was simple curiosity. So sometimes when people have asked me questions like that, um, I've had the impression they were hoping to convert me or hoping to somehow like tell me why Buddhism is not good. And... It's been a long time since someone came at me with that sort of motivation, I think. And I'm always, of course, comfortable answering questions. This happens because I'm not shy about my religion. I have Buddha statues on my desk at work. I teach classes and lead meditations at the temple I go to, the Rime Center, right? I write articles and I record podcasts about Buddhism too. I'm about as out of the meditation closet and I don't know if that's an expression, but I'm about as out of the meditation closet as a person can be. And, and of course, I recognize that I live in a time and place. I'm blessed to live in a time and place where I can be, be Buddhist and people don't come after me in any way. Um, not everyone has had that experience historically or even in the world today. So that is, that is a privilege that I have because I live in this time and in this place. Right, And people in other places may not have that. So that being said, uh, I'm out of the meditation closet. Everybody knows I'm a Buddhist. Uh, For many people, I think, in my life, I'm the only Buddhist they know, and that's fine. So once a really long time ago, I was afraid people would find out I was practicing Buddhism. That's a really weird thing to look back on. And life is that way sometimes. We look back on what we've done and things we've been afraid of, and we can just think, oh, I was being ridiculous, right? We can do that when we look back on our lives sometimes. But it's a very natural question because we live in a culture that has a default religion. Almost everyone I know is Christian. And if you live in the United States, that's probably true for you too. There is a lot of variation within that, of course. But the point is that I live in a nation where most people are born into the religion of Christianity and never change. And I'm not judging that in any way. But the fact is that practicing a religion other than that default one makes you an other in this country in some ways. Like a mysterious outsider who has different customs and practices. Okay, it's probably not that cool. But the point is... I'm never bothered by a question like that because I think it's really natural. Why would someone in the United States be a Buddhist, right? So ask me anything for real. Most people 
do not take the path I've taken. Even if they're super interested in meditation and mind training, most people still don't take the, the extra steps to become a Buddhist, and that's okay. I, I think it's okay to be different, and I think um, the, I feel accepted as a Buddhist in Missouri right now. I feel accepted. I don't feel like people are looking down on me for being Buddhist. But anyway, here's how I answered. How did I get involved with Buddhism? When I was 19 years old, I was on my own. Both of my parents were cancer victims, and I was starting college. This was uh, right before, in 1999. At this time, I had terrible anxiety problems. I struggled with some anxiety as a child. And when I lost my parents and I started college, it got, it got really bad. It was hard for me to face the world. And I went to see a therapist, which I think a lot of people do in that kind of situation. A lot of people go see therapists when, when they lose people they love. And a lot of people go see therapists when they're struggling. So I did something that a lot of people do. Uh, even though I was I was reluctant, I was very nervous about that. And I was prescribed some drugs that did not help me. The pills I took made me a different person. My anxiety and fear went all the way down to zero. And I started doing just whatever I wanted all the time without regards to consequences. And that was not good at, good for me. I quit taking the pills before anything bad happened. But I really could have put myself in a terrible situation because... I had um, whatever wisdom hold, held me back, I didn't, I didn't have. So I told the therapist I wasn't going to take them anymore, and he asked if I had tried meditation. And listen, uh, a lot of people do get a lot of benefits from psychiatric drugs. I do not want to attack that practice. I do not want to say that's bad in any way. I only want to say that it was not what I needed. It was not good for me. And maybe trying a different medication would have been better for me. I don't know. But this pill didn't work. And my therapist advised me to try meditation. And I didn't know what meditation was, really. But I decided to go look into it. So I got some books from the library. And I started learning about it. I'm a reader. I'm a reader, so like, if there's a subject that I want to learn about, I like to read a lot of books about it, if it's interesting. And meditation, as soon as I started studying it, became very interesting to me. So in my library, I got The Miracle of Mindfulness by Thich Nhat Hanh and Meditation in Action by Chogyam Trungpa Rinpoche. These were the books that got me started. I didn't even know they were Buddhist books when I got them from the library. These are... Books about meditation, but they're about Buddhism too. I did start meditating upon reading those books, and it did help me a great deal. It was exactly what I needed. But also, that Buddhist undercurrent in those books pulled me in. So I went back and I got more books, and I studied more, and I started learning everything I could about Buddhism. And a whole lot of people who explore in exactly the way I did don't make that choice to go start learning everything they can about Buddhism, and that's okay. I described it as like falling in love. And by that I mean, as soon as I started studying Buddhism, I knew that it was for me. I knew immediately that it was the direction I wanted my life to go in. 
I knew Buddhism was my path right away. It was like finding a missing piece in my awareness. And once I started reading about the Four Noble Truths, I knew these were my truths and that the path laid out before us by the Buddha was my path. And I've heard people say things like, maybe you were a Buddhist in a past life and it's your karma. And I I don't know about any of that. I just knew right away that I wanted to practice Buddhism. The basic Buddhist teachings felt 100% true to me. And when I was a kid, uh, we didn't talk in our house growing up about politics or religion. We, we went to a Disciples of Christ church sometimes, but we never talked about it at home. And since then, I've become aware that plenty of people don't grow up in that kind of situation. I still don't know how my parents voted or if they had strong religious beliefs. And I sort of like not knowing that because that um, might shade how I see them. And I get to be in that situation where I'm doing this because I want to do this. I'm practicing Buddhism because I'm, I want to practice Buddhism, not because I was raised in it or anything like that. And I don't know if that paved the way for me to be open to Buddhism. I don't know and I'll never know. Buddhism teaches us that all things arise from various causes and conditions. So my inclination towards these teachings certainly came from various causes too. And I practiced and studied on my own for a long time. I wanted to be a Zen Buddhist. When I was first studying, those were the books I liked the best. Um, I sense I don't really think that way so much now. But those were the books I liked the best, so that's what I wanted to do. And there isn't a Zen temple in Kansas City. So I joined a Tibetan Buddhist community called the Rime Center instead. It's non-sectarian Tibetan Buddhism. So non-sectarian means all teachings of Buddhism are welcome and taught and shared there. So that's, that's kind of nice, right? So for a long time, I was the person at the Tibetan temple who wanted to practice Zen. And I've evolved since then. The compassion teachings in the Tibetan tradition really won me over. Heart-centered Buddhism is the path for me. I did have a Zen teacher that I found after a little while, but I discovered that was not really for me. I was just really inspired by the books, which I think a lot of people are. I think there's a lot of... Uh, Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I think a lot of people will study the Zen tradition specifically and not meet other Buddhists and not get a community. I think that happens to a lot of people because the books uh, have a certain uh, do-it-yourself quality to them. Some of them do, and that's less true in other branches of Buddhism. But that was my rambling answer to that question. So how did I become a Buddhist? When I discovered it, I knew immediately that Buddhism was my religion. And why am I still a Buddhist? I would not know how to not be one. Buddhism has changed my life for the better in a lot of ways. So uh, I hope that hearing my story has been helpful to you and have a good day. Thank you for listening and have a good day.